What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from Weston Cigars Inside the Members Lounge. I am Aaron. I feel like I should have a radio voice. I've been doing this for 200 <laughs> shows, and you do that every time, and I just have this stupid voice. Hey, and this is Mark. It, it's 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 me working my magic. So Manola and I are, are sitting here, and you're just talking like normal <laughs> schmuck, and then suddenly Mr. Radio Guy breaks hey, out. That's, that's how it goes. You know, since we didn't do a show last week because right. I had a work Because you had to bend injury. over and grab a saw. God, bag. Let me tell you, it was, it's the most ridiculous fucking story ever, but I'm pushing 40, so that's that's what it is. So we just gave everybody a week off from this shit show, but this is something I've been looking forward to for right. two weeks now. Yeah, you've been, ta- you've been talking about this. <laughs> and now that I've actually seen the scars, I know actually why. Yeah, so Steve is out on the, is out on the road. He's, Kicked him out of the, out he's of the show. somewhere probably, I think this might be his Florida, his Florida week, but he's not experiencing what we have. So th- I will yeah. say... We are sitting side by side today. This is creeping me out. Because we have a guest. We're actually having a look at the at the TV tonight. But I like we, that part. <laughs> but we have Manolo Santiago from Casa 1910. How are you doing, my man? Hello, guys. <clears throat> nice to meet you. And thank you for having me today. Yeah, yeah, I'm so glad to have you on here. We just lit up these beautiful cigars uh, that you sent to, uh, sent, sent to me last month. Um, it has taken... All the willpower I have to not smoke one of these yet. <laughs> so this is the very first time that yeah. I've ever had these. I'm surprised I got one. Same personally, th- same, same thing from Mark. Right. Um, yeah. And we will. Uh, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say what we're saying. So we're smoking the the uh, Lucero. Is that is that the Lucero? Uh, right. Lucero? So we're doing that one, and we'll we'll dive into the the blend and everything like just that before we go on because I I've noticed this and I, let me just start. Is uh, it named after the Alt Country Act Lucero? <laughs> Because there's a one of the great alt country acts is named Lucero, and I I'm a huge fan of theirs, and I'm I'm starting as a fan of this cigar, and I was just wondering, and I'm I'm, I'm getting the feeling I don't know if you're a country fan, but yeah. I know Aaron's not. No, no, I know who I know I do know who Lucero uh, Lucero is. They come well, they're out of Memphis, and they come over oh, here they, all the yeah, time. Yeah, they come to Little Rock all the time. So, but. Uh... But let's get like more into just who we're having on tonight. Yeah. Oh, also, I am pairing it with. Uh, we'll get into it. By I am pairing it with a Glenfiddich Twelve, a single malt Scotch. It's been a while right. since I've had Scotch. Um, my throat is like, on oh fire. yeah, that's what Scotch is like. I forget how much <laughs> how much I like Scotch, but I am pairing it with that. But uh, yeah, so let's get with who we're actually having our guest on tonight. Uh, yeah. Manolo, how are you doing? Uh, just give a just a little brief history of who you are and what you do with cigars. Well, thank you so much for, for that question. Um, well, I'm Manuel Santiago, uh, right now the blender of Casa 1910 and co-founder for Casa 1910. But actually, I'm, fr- I'm from Mexico. I'm from Jalisco, the land of tequila and mariachi. Ooh. So I love the tequila. I'm a tequila connoisseur. I'm a tequila aficionado. But um, I'm study law. I'm a lawyer from Mexico. But I prefer to be happy and share the happiness for the entire <laughs> world. So it is it, because um, I try to learn more about tobacco and more spirits. And it's because when when I um, when I have 18 years old, I go to a lot of places like Argentina, like Spain, like Scotland, to know more about spirits and wine. And actually, I take the certification of wine sommelier in Spain. And that is the first time for my side 
to take a proper approach for uh, cigars because my grandfather smoked cigars in, in Mexico, but um, he told me about cigars, about the Cuban cigars, about Cuban tobacco, but, you know, it's very um, normal and not the correct way to cut light and smoke a properly uh, a cigar is because when, when I take a proper uh, class for my one of my teachers in the sommelier school in Spain, and he told me about the how to cook properly, how to light, how to smoke properly. I fell in love in the, in in tobacco leaves. So he told me, if you like the tobacco, if you like the smoke, you need to go to the source. You need to go to Cuba. You need to go to Nicaragua, Dominican Republic, and in Mexico, of course, in Veracruz. To know more, and and he told me, please don't take the tourist um, the the tourist weight in the factory, the tourist way in that areas. Please go with that that and that people, and make a proper answers. Um, sorry, make a proper questions about tobacco. It's very similar in the um, in the wine industry. Uh, he told me that. And, and I take that, that word is because I go to Cuba and, and I'm looking for no more about the curing process, about the fermentation, about the blending process, about the, the farms, the seeds, and, and all about that. So I take a lot of trips uh, between Cuba, Nicaragua, Dominican Republic, and Veracruz to learn more about tobacco and, of course, I take some certifications in the um, spirits industry. Uh, for example, tequila, mezcal, scotch, whiskey, uh, bourbon too. And I fell in love more and more about the experience, not just about the, the tobacco, not just about the, the spirits. And it's more about the total experience around the, the cigar and the pairing with with the spirits and the pairing with coffee and the pairing with tea and well i, I try to put all my knowledge about the, uh, the experience to casa 1910 and i work in a in a proper company to import cuban rum to mexico and that time habanos sa the, the cuban cigar um, company offered me to to take a part in the in the in that industry, who like a marketing manager and the brand ambassador to Mexico from Abanos. And I say, okay, it's it's a perfect way to know more about tobacco. Yeah, and I right. take the chance. So I take some certifications in in, in Abanos. Uh, the most high uh, the most high certification is the Master of Abanos, and I take that. And I feel, for me, a certificate is just a piece of paper if you not make more research and make a lot of questions for the producers. Yeah. So <laughs> it's because I travel a lot to Cuba and Veracruz too to make a proper experimentation in the fields, in the galleys, in the um, curing barns, in the fermentations and the blending process. So... Right now, it's totally my passion. It's totally my work, and it's my life. Right now, uh, 16, 16 years ago, 
since just 16 years ago. So is, wow. that, so is that when you had your first cigar 16 years ago, or is it before then? Mm, no, well, uh, I tried my first cigar, not properly, but my first cigar with, when I have nine years. Yeah, eight, okay. okay. Old. But, but properly, uh, when I have 18 years. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, you're like Aaron. Years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like Aaron. You tried one when you were younger, but I never violate the rules. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, you make the right things. Right. 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 And if you believe that, I got some land to sell you in a swamp. Yeah. And so um, uh, I'm fascinated because so many backgrounds. Obviously, as practicing law isn't minor, you don't get to do that without like a ton of education. Right. And so, and it sounds like through all the, you're, you're like one of those guys who likes learning stuff. So, and really exploring that, not just like in a casual way, but in a sort of, um, go figure it all out sort of way. Like not in a, I'm going to read this book about, you know, something and then I'll be good. It's like you, you go figure it out and then you go the next step and then you go the next step and then you really sort of dig in beyond what everyone else does. And I fascinated um, by that. What, I mean, obviously, you know, that's like personal drive. I mean, that's, um, you know, that it's not a lot of people do that. So in my industry, there's a lot of certifications as well, because I'm an an IT, I'm a computer person. Um, And so there's a ton of certifications um, which you can get, right? And there's plenty of those, but there's a lot of people who are what we call paper deep. And that's what you're talking about. They have the paper, but they don't, they don't understand anything behind it. So you, you really feel strongly about not being paper deep and like really digging in. So what did you do to not be paper deep on the blending side in particular? Because that's, you know, that's a, I mean, that's really complex, right? So what, what did you do to dig in on that side? Oh yeah. Um, it's an amazing question, uh, because mm, maybe it's, it's, um, a lot of knowledge, um, when I have in the mixology, in the, um, tequila industry and the rum in in in, in other kind of, of business uh, for example uh, i make a lot of of experiments in the blending process in the in the tequila factories or mm. the rum factories blending different spirits for different um, for example aging process of different barrels and it's very interesting the the result the the final result in the in the in the in the mix uh, the flavor the aromas and if you put that final thing in other barrel for example uh, i'm talking about the rum if you make a blend with different aging with different barrels but when you have the final result the final blend and you put then in other barrel for three months, change the game totally. And, and I take this example, for example, in the mixology. If you make 
a very, very classic cocktail, for example, the old-fashioned bourbon, sugar, mm -hmm. and bitters, and the sherry, okay? But if you put better ice, a big cube ice with the old-fashioned smells and, and tastes different, very great, totally great. But if you put that old-fashioned in a very, very old barrel for three months, the same old-fashioned totally changed at the, at the end of the three months before after. So every time the, 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 the flavor profile, the organolectic profile change, depends on the elements, the aging, the, the different elements, and the, and the process. It's the same. It's the same knowledge when I put in the in the tobacco industry in the in the tobacco blending process, and I I saw how to make blends in in Nicaragua, in Dominican Republic, in Cuba. In Cuba, it's very hard to find the the correct and the and the and the truth in the yeah. in the information in, in Cuba <laughs> yeah. about the about the cigars, and and in Veracruz too. Uh, when I saw that different ways to make a proper blend. I make my own uh, my own process in the blending in the in the blending process. For example, I love to put all different elements, all different leaves, all different um, profiles of leaves, seeds, whatever, in the same table, and I taste every leaf in one day. I make me my proper notes. And, and I find um, similarities be between different uh, leaves. And it's because I take different leaves and I put together to make a proper blend. And everything changes. When I make the blend, maybe it's not correct. The flavor profile is not balanced. And maybe I need to put out one kind of leaf and I need to take other one. And it's beautiful. Because every every percentage, uh, every leaf change the final result, the flavor, the aroma profile. So I, I put all my knowledge in every blend, and every time I need to make better cigars. One cigar is better than other one, but one blend has a very special time for me in, in my career. When, when I make our first cigar, the Cuchillo Parado, the Robusto, mm -hmm. it's a very beautiful cigar for me because it's the, it's the first cigar, first blend when, when I make. And, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful for my side. But when I take a new one, a new cigar for a new line, it's other kind of, of beautiful. You know, it's um different it's more complex it's more uh transitioning cigar uh, and it's very interesting for my for my side for my palate and i enjoy a lot to make cigars and i enjoy a lot to make up uh the blends and it's it's very interesting <laughs> for example the tierra blanca the tierra blanca it's a very interesting cigar it's a hundred percent made with negro san andres tobacco filler binder and wrappers really but <laughs> a lot of people ask me well is the same tobacco in one cigar why well it's not the same tobacco 
because in the filler, I have three different leaves. The second de ligero, I grow in uh, the, this tobacco in one farm, but in the dry season. It's totally different uh, leaves. It's sure. more stressed tobacco because uh, that tobacco don't have a lot of water. Yeah, and, sure. and it's more stressed and take more oils inside in every leaf. Uh, is because take a lot of flavors and a lot of aromas. Obviously, uh, that kind of, of leaves need more fermentation. I did more uh, curing barn, but it's totally different. And the bisous, the binder and the wrapper is growing in the raining season, the regular season for tobacco. Right. So at the end of the day, it's five different types of tobacco. It's the same leaf. Sure. All tobaccos is growing in the same farm, but at the end of the day, it's five different types of tobacco. Wow. It's, it's beautiful. It's yeah. beautiful, the result. Well, it's kind of like, you know, with, with wine, you, since you know wine, the terroir of the, of the land, you know, something that's grown on this side of the valley, same, same grape is going to taste exactly, you know, it's going to taste totally different than the same one grown on the other side of the valley. You know, same plot of land, but just, you know, 50 yards apart, you're going to get two different flavor profiles all the way across. I understand that, although I, I, I'm not a wine guy, but I understand what you're saying. That's it. I mean, it's a, I, I love your answer to that question. Um, but, you know, a lot of factors, in, I mean, they're natural products. So yeah. there's a lot of oh, factors yeah. Yeah, that yeah. are going to impact that. I, I'm fascinated the fact that he picked out my three favorite alcohols, <laughs> tequila, <laughs> rum, so, and, and bourbon. So that's what I was going to ask you. Since, since you... Since <laughs> you mean, since I you know, know spirits, like, heck yes, yeah. Since you know spirits, I when I think of te tequila, oh, I man. think of bad twenty year no, old decisions. No, so no. I need, I need. I mean, a, that's your your life, but I, mean, I know. I, oh so no! I need, dude. I need the tequila that is going well, to, to get rid of, get rid of those misconceptions of what it is. I need a. I, what's the tequilas? Like two or three tequilas. I need to look for. To like have with another cigar. expensive hobby. Yeah. Oh no, guys. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's is 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 very easy. Um, in all industry, you need the mainstream uh, product. Mm -hmm. For example, the the tequila. Uh, we know the tequila with the shots and margaritas and other kind of cocktails. Yeah. With salt and lemon, but the the great tequila, it's sipped tequila. It takes a lot of process. Every every um, agave needs to five to eight years growing. So it's a lot of time. It's a lot of time in the fields. So uh, the tequila industry has a lot of years in the in the um, in the business. So today we have a lot of premium tequilas and a lot of beautiful tequilas. And, and a lot of people say, oh, the, the new tequila, the premium stuff is like uh, the finest cognac. No, the cognac is a cognac. The scotch is a scotch. The bourbon is a bourbon. And the tequila is a tequila. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, for example, I, I can recommend to you um, this tequila. For example, the Reserva de la Familia from Jose Cuervo. Okay. Maybe you know the Jose Cuervo Especial. Yeah. Well, this is the kind of, of tequila for shots and margaritas. But this tequila, the Reserva de la Familia, it's a beautiful tequila uh, aging for, with three different barrels. It's amazing. The amazing flavor profile. 
And other one, well, you need to try the reposado and the extrañejo for reserva de la familia. And you need to try maybe the tequila general gorostieta. It's amazing tequila and Casa Dragones. It's three on my mind. Very, very easy to tell you. Those are, okay. I'll, um, I'll put those on my list to, to look out for. Up so here. you need to buy those and then invite <laughs> me over and we can watch a Savannah's Bananas game. I think we, I think we can do that. And then we can, I, I tell you what, a really good sipping tequila uh-huh. is, is delightful. It's not, it's like the stuff you drank when you were younger and it got you sick and all that nonsense, which I did as well. Right. I'm not, I'm not averse to that. Uh, well, I am now. I mean, you remember Tequila Rose? Because I have bad memories of Tequila Rose. <laughs> well, right. I mean, <laughs> yes. And so um, uh, <laughs> I was going to deny it, but <laughs> that's pointless. <laughs> but the really good sipping stuff is just delightful. So I want to go back to yeah. a cigar that you just you, you picked up and showed us on screen. The the uh, the San Andreas. You said that was, that was a, a wrapper binder filler, all San Andreas, correct? Right. Yeah, is there all Negro San Andres? Do you, I don't know of any other cigar that's a that's a San Andreas Puro. Is that the only one out there, or do you know of any other ones out there? Uh, well, uh, maybe in Mexico we have uh, some some brands who make uh, San Andres Puro, but we growing uh, different tobacco seeds. For example, the Sumatra. Uh-huh. Uh, the Habano, Criollo, uh, Negro Jaltepec, Negro San Andres. So we have a, a, a many different seeds growing in Mexico in the San Andres Valley. But a, a, a Negro San Andres Puro, I don't know other. Yeah, I, I've never, I've never heard what, of another one. That is, uh, I mean, obviously, everybody who listens to the show knows. Yeah. It's one of, if not our favorite leaf. Yes. Yeah. And, and you, I mean, and you, you can give even more credence to this. You know, we, I remember when the San Andreas was not a good rapper, it was not good tobacco, but it's had a resurgence in the past 10, 15 years or so. So you've seen how it's come from what it used to be to what it is now. You know, what, what can you give on your side of, of what you've seen uh, in the industry for that? Uh, it, it's very funny because um, you remember we're talking about the the tequilas from shots and everything. You know, mm-hmm. it's the same. It's, it's, it's the same uh, words for the tobacco industry. Maybe, maybe you can find a Connecticut wrapper, or maybe you can find the Sumatras or Negro San Andres. In the past days, in the old days, maybe you can find a uh, middle. Uh, quality cigars with Negro San Andres and, and whatever. But the industry, it's um, take a lot of evolution and, and improves a lot of, of the process in the curing barn, in the farms, in the fermentation and aging. So we have right now, and, and it's one of the reasons for make Casa 1910. A lot of a lot of brands in Honduras, in Nicaragua, in Dominican Republic, make different blends with Negro San Andres, maybe wrapper or binder, mm-hmm. and maybe this is the 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 very important point in the in the timeline when when the tobacco industry in Mexico looks 
better grappers with Negro San Andres. And, and that factory needs to improve the quality and the, and the production in the Negro San Andres. And right now, uh, we need to produce very beautiful wrappers, very beautiful mm-hmm. binders, but an amazing, we have an amazing and, and we quality tobacco leaves for the fillers. Yeah. It's because Casa 1910, we use this a lot in our blends. Negro San Andres or other kind of, of Mexican tobacco in the fillers, not just the wrappers, not just the binders. Uh, we use a lot in the in the fillers. For example, I use smoking La Coronela. Uh, La Coronela has an Habano Ecuador wrapper, Brazilian Arapiraca binder, and the filler is 40% Mexico and 60% Dominican Republic. Nice. So it's very complex cigar. It's very complex cigar and has a lot of uh, uh, very market transitions in the in this cigar. So mm-hmm. I bet. It's, it's part of the, of the Casa 1910. Make a proper highlight to the Negro San Andres, to the Mexican tobacco in every blend. It's because we have two different kind of, of blends, then the Nicaraguan and Mexican and the Dominican and Mexican. Yeah. But the other line, the Revolutionary Edition, 100% made with Mexican tobacco. You know, it's funny because I'm I'm clearly the longest cigar smoker on here. So I'm I'm gonna talk a little bit about the history of Mexican tobacco, which I think is important. Your yeah. grandfather probably knows this as well. It used to be Mexican tobacco has been used for a long time in cigars, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember when I first started smoking back in the nineteen thirties. No, I'm joking. Back in the nineteen eighties. I started smoking cigars and there was some cigars just talked about it like Tiamo and they just said, we're a Mexican cigar and they were not, they weren't, they, they didn't hide it and whatever. But there was a lot of cigars that hid the fact that they were using Mexican tobacco because it was looked down upon. And, and I I would, I would say even up until the, the two thousands, it was like, maybe, Maybe. I don't know if it switched in the 90s or 2000s. But the fact is, the quality of tobacco that is coming out of Mexico over the last 25 years has been such a high level. Yeah. Cigars, listen, the cigar industry is slow to move. Like, they they latch yeah. on to an idea, and they, <laughs> they hold it for 50 years, yeah. right? They, yeah. they don't move, right? If you And I'm not, I mean, listen, my industry is slow to move, too. So I'm a, But they, they move slowly. Yeah. And it's really amazing because over the last, I think, 10 years, maybe even 15, it you'll see brands putting out with great pride the mm-hmm. fact that they're using Mexican uh, rapper because it is, it's oh, badass rapper. It's it's my it's my or, favorite. or binder. Yeah, that's what you you and I both. Yeah, it's it's my absolute favorite <laughs> rapper is a, is a San right. Andreas. And if you, yeah, well, and and it's it's because. It's not because it got better suddenly. I'm sure they got better by growing it, but let's be honest. We've gotten better about growing a lot of leaves. Yeah. Like we've gotten, we got better about Cuba's probably gotten better about growing leaves. Yeah. But, um, uh, but the fact is people got more knowledgeable about how to use it, how to use it properly. Yeah. And I think that is yeah. the big difference and people, and then people like you, like, a, well, like the three of us said, I love this rapper. I don't know what the hell you're talking. Why are you hiding this rapper? I love this rapper. This yeah. is one of, this is my favorite rapper. Why are you quit dogging this rapper out? 
Like in, <laughs> you, when you say you're using all the wrapper in that cigar, I'm thinking to myself, wow. <laughs> okay. That's my love language, right? <laughs> like, so, uh, I mean, that, that's cool. But I mean, the cigar, when I first came into it, trust me, Tiama was put at the, at the register. Yeah. Like it yeah. wasn't like in the classy humidors. Yeah. But, you know, trust me now, the San Andreas oh. uh, is, is, and, uh, you know, a lot of these cigars are considered the best of the best. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I believe your... And this is a great cigar. I believe your measuring stick is a San Andreas wrapped. It is. Um, my, <laughs> you don't have to guess, you yeah, know. My, I mean, two <laughs> two of the top four for me are San Andreas. Like, it's, yeah. it is my, the toothiness of it, just everything. I, I just love... Flavor, yeah, everything burn, and this... This one's burning like a champ. Yep. And it's one of the signs of this wrapper in particular that I like of this leaf is it burns well. Yep. So, so. We'll, we'll get to these cigars yep. in a second. But all right, we got we got a little bit of your back history of the industry, but let's get some history of you personally. The man behind the glorious mustache that we're seeing because let me just say, as a guy of facial hair, that mustache, oh, chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what? Uh, There's a little bit of facial hair on this show. <laughs> that is, that is a that is, that is a prime mustache. Like, right. I, I love that. I'm 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 weak. I'm third place <laughs> on this show. Um, so one of the things we always want to know from our guests is, you know, cigars have a have a sentimental value to each person. So let's get a little bit of your sentimental value. Do you have a most memorable cigar or experience with a cigar? Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> um maybe I have um three of them. Okay. Um one the amazing Monte Cristo, Edmundo Monte Cristo from Cuban uh, for Cuba. Uh, smoke with my, with my grandfather. And this is one of my best best memories uh, when I take a cigar and enjoy the happiness in the smoke and enjoy the flavors but I, I enjoy the companion in that time and the other one my first uh, properly cigar with my with my teacher in Spain and um, Epicure num numero dos from Moyo de Monterrey from uh, Cuba okay and other one, other one, the 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 last and the best memory right now, uh, in my heart, in my in my palate, in my nose, and I can to maybe it's a few years ago, I can share a cigar with my baby brother, um, who passed away uh, uh, one month ago. Oh wow! And I, I share a cigar with, with him and we smoke together and we are laughing and we share a tequila and cigar and actually uh, a Tierra Blanca. And we enjoy a lot of, of the cigar and this is an amazing memory for me. Right now it's, uh, it's not easy, but it's an amazing memory with, with my, my brother. Yeah. So this is the best three moments the best moments for me so, with cigars. So first of all, I'm I'm sorry to hear about the passing of your little brother. That is, uh, it's terrible. Um, 
you totally understood the assignment. So one of the things that I always say is cigars are important, but family is more important, right? And friends. Mm -hmm. And your answers were perfect um, for me because I'm always about um, the people you share it with or the moments you share it in. And so thank you for sharing that with us. That was, uh, that was, I understood the assignment. Those are, those are moments forever. Right. So that's, that's, uh, that is, uh, those are three moving. I, my family, my grandfather smoked cigars, but I never get the chance because he passed before I was old enough to smoke. Um, so I never got to smoke with my grandfather. That, that in itself is really a cool opportunity. Aaron. Definitely. It's a good, good, good moment. Yep. Aaron got to smoke with his dad. I've, I've smoked. A I few. was there he, for that. He's not a cigar guy, but I've smoked a few with him. And you and, cried. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I saw you cry. I, I choked up. Yeah. Because I never thought I'd do that. You know, I, I definitely never smoked with my grandpa. Um, I did, I did steal his pipe when I was little and I was kind of thief ran, ran around the house and I'll toke on that and just making me sick. But uh, <laughs> that, that was about it on that one. Yeah. So yeah, I appreciate you, you know, telling, telling us, uh, telling us that that's, yeah, that is a hundred percent understanding the assignment that I'm, uh, I, I've shared, uh, and we've shared our stories and, and mm-hmm. to be honest with you, uh, my cigar, uh, was, was one of those moments that I think very soulfully on as well. So I, I mm-hmm. appreciate that. So, yep. Wow. Uh, well, it's, it's a good memories. It's yeah. A good memories. Thank <laughs> right. You guys. Yeah. Nope. Uh, um, that those are great ones. I am fascinated that you, the person who taught you cigars was your um, um, was your wine guy, right? Who really taught you to do it right? Because we all start off sloppy and putting out cigars <laughs> and ashtrays. And uh, the lady, this lady at work goes, "Well, my favorite uh, cigars uh, is a uh, what? Do, what do they call the cherry tipped ones? No, oh, the like the the." Uh, black oh. and milds or whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And I say, just quit talking. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, we all got a cigar somewhere, you know? No, we don't. <laughs> so let, let's talk about the cigars that we are smoking then. Uh, so Mark and I are doing, oh, my phone just closed. Uh, Mark and I are doing the, uh, the torpedo of Lucero. the Calvary edition, the Lucero. Yep. Um, so we're about uh, probably just getting into the second, third right now. Man, the spice and the flavor that's yeah, coming off that nice. the first third. Oh, holy shit. Like this is what right. this is what I like in a cigar. I love a good pepper bomb, but something that's more than just hot. It actually has some good flavor to it. Yeah. It's got it's got some like a slight bit of So we're we going to talk about the birthday blend for a second. <laughs> he still he gave me a cigar one time that was so peppery that I within like 30 seconds was crying. It was hot. It was right. hot. But, but this, this is this is, this is a like good a pleasant hot. spice. Yes, yeah. I, it's I, not I, hot. It's it's got a nice flavor spice yeah so let's let's talk about this one so first off torpedo is probably my second favorite vitola size love that one so when i saw that yeah this came in the mail i was like oh instantly i know which one i'm doing on the show so thank you for <laughs> oh, there's that. others there's others i have more in my bag um 
And then um, I'm figuring out who can get to us back quickest. <laughs> we'll we'll get into the story of this one quick or uh, in a minute. But uh, let's let's go over the the blend on this one. Yeah. So it's a Habano wrapper with a San Andreas. Nice. No, a Habano wrapper with a San Andreas binder, yeah, and then a, uh, Jalapa, uh, Omatep, and Esteli filler. Okay. Yes. Um. So, I mean, five tobaccos that have flavor on top of flavor on top of flavor. Yeah, but you know what? It's it, the blend is nice. Blend I'm is not. Right. I'm not getting. I mean, they all work together well. Yeah, the, one's not fighting the other for you know top billing. Uh, actually, that cigar has six different types of tobacco. Six. Okay. Yeah, six different. Um, some it's uh, four types in the filler from Jalapa, Metepe, and Esteli. Uh, the Negro San Andres in the in the binder with five years aged before we roll it, and the wrapper it's Habano, uh, Habano Ecuador. And the name is beautiful uh, because the Lucero, Lucero is the name for uh, a small spotlight between the eyes in the in the horses. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And and Pancho Villa has a very beautiful mirror. Uh, who call it Siete Leguas. But in Mexico, we have a very special tequila who call it Siete Leguas. And it's because we take the proper name of Lucero, the name of the white spot in the in the face yep. of the horse, and we put that name in the in the in that cigar. Because for, for my palate, this cigar for the cabaret edition, because in the cabaret edition we have three different cigars. The Lucero, the As de Oro, and the Gilguero. And the Lucero, it's very elegant and it's kindly, but spicy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, explosive. So it's very interesting the transitions uh, because the shape, because of the torpedo shape. And if if you if you see the the form of the face in the in the mirror for the horse. It's very similar for the torpedo. It's, yeah, it's yeah. because we take that that name for for the Lucero. It's very very great cigar. Actually, for the Cabri edition right now, it's my favorite one, the Lucero. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's great. Absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. So let's great. let's talk about Casa nineteen ten. You know, you've already said this one. Is, you know, well, I want to go into the band for a second. Okay, the band is really cool. Yeah. I mean, I know you're the band guy, but I'm and the band so guy. I thought you were going to bring it up. But if you're not going to bring it up, then I will be. This is really so. I've been uh, fighting Romacraft because uh-huh. I bought some Romacraft, uh-huh. and I've been fighting the band, which drives me nuts. But that aside, this is really an elegant band. It's got the 19 on one side and the 10 on the other, and then with the the Mexican colors, right? Mm-hmm. You got orange and green. I'm a United States soccer fan, so I'm familiar with El, El Trey. So I'm 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 hip to the colors um, of the flag. You got um, the eagle talon, uh, eagle talon with the, this the is snake a, on the on the front. Yeah, of the, it. the the logo is beautiful. I mean, it, this is really uh, it's not too ornate, but it's really pretty. So I just want to comment on the band just for a second as I'm suddenly, this is Aaron's job. I don't know what <laughs> know, the hell did, happened. You just took over. <laughs> I know. Um, but it's really a cool band. That's why I had to take off my glasses, which nobody knows but me and Aaron. Yeah. But uh, the band is really nice. Thank you. Uh, actually, uh, the the proper colors of the Mexican flag, it's green, white, and red. But I thought it was orange. It, no, 
I'm okay. No, I'm it, wrong. it's it's red, but in Mexico, by law, you cannot use the proper uh, oh. symbols. For example, the colors of the flag or the proper uh, shield for the Mexican flag, you cannot use in the in the products in in everywhere. You cannot use. Okay. So it's because we take the the green like a flag, the white. An orange because the orange is the most closed cigar, the most closed color for the red. So and it's okay. very elegant and it's very yeah. catchy. It's beautiful yeah, color. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's because we take that colors and the and the logo. It's a let, let me make a proper zoom. You you can see in the, in the screen. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. there you go. Nice. Yeah. The the proper logo. It's an eagle claw taking the snake. But it's like an analogy who, when, when you take a cigar with your hand, it's very similar for the eagle claw taking the snake. And the rest of the smoke is the rest of the body for the snake. So it's like an analogy for, for the Mexican shield, for the flag. Awesome. So for, for us, uh -huh. it's very important to make a proper tribute or, yeah, tribute. honor it and tribute for the Mexican symbols like a flag, like a Mexican heritage, the Mexican history. Right. And it's because we use that colors and, and the logo. That is, uh, that, I'm glad you explained that to me because now I see it clearly. And I did not know about, listen, we don't have that same concern in the United States because everything is red, white, and blue. <laughs> everything, everything right? Right. We, do, we, we just do not have that concern. Yeah. And so. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's I was, I was, I was wrong on that, but that is, it is close and it is um, it is eye catching. So interesting. That is interesting. That um, I, you know, it's a fair rule. Yeah. And so, um, so cool. let, let's get on the history of 19 Casa 1910. Then, yeah. So give us the give us the backstory from where it started to today. Well, um, it's right now eight years ago we make a proper experimentation and on research in the tobacco fields in in Veracruz to to find the perfect seed in the perfect farms in the in the perfect fields in Veracruz and actually today we're growing tobacco in very beautiful farms we have just five farms uh, who growing uh, Negro San Andres tobacco and Sumatra tobacco and criollo and we take a lot of fails. <laughs> I, <coughs> sorry, I make a lot of fails and a lot of ex fails experiments yeah. with the tobacco and the first uh, harvesting tobacco. Uh, it's awful, but it's learning. Yeah. So every every fail, it's a lot of, of learning for for us, and we we take a lot of time to make a proper research to make very good fermentation very good process in the in the uh, every kind of, of tobacco leaves for example the Sumatra or the Negro San Andres and in 2019 uh, we take the the proper decision to release the brand and we make a proper work for the logotype the name of the brand and then the name of uh, the colors the boxes the rings and everything but I have some some cigars there, and actually we work with a very special family who who has 
that 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 family works in the tobacco industry since a hundred years ago. It's very old factory. It's very old family who work a lot of tobacco, uh, producing cigars, producing raw material. But we're working together to make a very special um, brand who call it Casa 1910. And Casa, Casa is house in English, but we take that name because the old business, the local business in the, in the time of the Mexican Revolution, uh, they call it um, Casa plus the last name of the owner. For example, Casa Hernandez, for example. Mm -hmm. And maybe that that uh, store it's a tailoring store or make hats or selling hats or or other kind of of wearing wear or di different products and we take that name casa plus 1910 and we take 1910 because 1910 is the year of the mexican revolution began so we mix it the casa and 1910 to name it the, the brand and every every cigar for us needs to tell history behind every puff. You know, for us it's very important to make three different balance. Uh, one is a beautiful packaging, beautiful uh, cigar, beautiful box. The second, it's a beautiful history behind the brand, behind the, the, the cigar. But the most important part, it's uh, great cigars. So we need to make and produce a very great balance between that kind of, of columns. Good packaging, good history, and good cigars. And we released the brand in 2021 in PCA in Las Vegas with one cigar, just one cigar, yeah. the Cuchillo Parado. A Robusto 5x50 made with fillers, Al Negro San Andres, Binder Negro San Andres with five years aged before we roll it. And the wrapper, it's a Mexican Sumatra with three years aged. Okay. So when when we showed the brand in, in that PCA, it's very interesting because a lot of tobacco shops owners uh, go to the to the booth and ask me, hey, show me, show me your cigar. Okay, we're from Mexico. You're from Mexico? Yeah, we're from Mexico. Okay, <laughs> it's new. Okay. And tell me about your cigars. Well, well, I have one cigar. One cigar? Yeah. All Mexican tobaccos. It's a Mexican puro. Yeah, it's a Mexican puro. Whoa, it's interesting. Yeah. And well, uh, show me your sh shapes. <clears throat> what different shapes do you have? Just one. A Robusto. A Robusto. <laughs> a Robusto. And he asked me, why, why? And it's because when we release the brand, we have other other cigars in the factory, in the resting. But in that time, just the Cuchillo Parado has the perfect, perfect balance and, and the perfect time to smoke. And it's because we show the brand with just one cigar. And, and it's, it's, it, actually, it's not a, it's not an, a proper marketing side it's just what it happened yeah we have just one cigar and one shot to make uh different things in the in the pca and it's because well we need to go with what cigar a mariachi and tequila in the booth 
Casa right. 1910 from Mexico. Why not? Yeah. Right. Why not? <laughs> it's Vegas. Yeah. So. Uh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, go ahead. So that first show, obviously a bunch of people ask you and you were, they were like expecting a broad brand and you had the one cigar. I imagine people smoked it and liked it. Um, and uh, out of that, you had a lot of good feedback. Um the ne- have you been back since twenty two and and um, and twenty three and with more cigars, are you continuing to go through? Uh, PCA? Oh yeah, um, it's interesting because uh, we present the brand in twenty twenty one in PCA, and in twenty twenty two, we present other cigar from Mexico uh, in TPE, and the PCA. For 2022, we present a new line, the Cabaret Edition. You smoke the Cabaret Edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, we produce that cigars in Nicaragua, in Esteli, with Nicaraguan tobacco and Mexican tobacco. And in 20, at the end of the 2022 and the first part of the 2023, we released the three, the third line, the Soldadera Edition, made in Dominican Republic with Dominican tobaccos and Mexican tobaccos. So right now we have three different lines. The Revolutionary Edition made in Mexico in our factory, 100% made in Mexico with Mexican tobaccos. Um, the name of that cigar is the principal bottles of the Mexican Revolution. It's because we call it Revolutionary Edition. It's a mm-hmm. tribute for the bottles. The Cabri Edition, the second line, made in Esteli, Nicaragua with Nicaraguan and Mexican tobaccos with more strong cigars. And we pay tribute for the horses from Pancho Villa and Emiliano Zapata. And the Soldadera Edition, made in Dominican Republic, it's a tribute for the female warriors in the Mexican Revolution. Three different cigars with the Dominican tobaccos and Mexican tobaccos. So we have three different lines, three different tributes with eight different cigars right now. Nice. I like yeah. the uh, <clears throat> I like the tie-in, like the... Yeah. the um... Every cigar three has a story and, and a purpose. Yeah, the yeah. three with a lot of. Um, I just like the. I like the tributes. I think those are cool. I think they're cool. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know. So, so every cigar actually, a part of the uh, in, one interesting part in the in the blends is, I made just one blend in one shape or one vitola. We don't produce, for example, the Lucero yeah, in other shapes. Right. No, okay. you did that because within the, the Calvary, there was three different blends, one shape for each. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Because I looked, I was, I was reading it, and I went, oh. Yep. So, That's cool. So the ones that we have are the other of the, uh, the, Calvary. the, Cal- the Calvary. Yep. So the stronger ones. Yep. Cool. I'm going to... So go, going back to your going back to your name, I'm I'm intrigued by this because you have I know the like living in living in Little Rock, Arkansas. There's a big uh, Mexican population up here, so mm-hmm. like a lot of the restaurants you have the casa and learning learning that I'm in the construction field, so I'm, I'm I'm working with that all the time. So you started with 1910. That was the start of the revolution. What made you go that instead of 1920 to the end of the revolution? Where what was your thinking of going with the start of it as opposed to the end of the revolution for the name? Well, um, for us, it's very important, the, the history of Mexico. And we have two different uh, parts in the history. Mm-hmm. 
the the revolution and the independence the independence it's more far and more aging um part of the of the mexican history but the new mexico it's from the the mexican revolution the okay. 1910 and we need to revolutionize the mexican tobacco industry with Casa 1910 and it's because we take the proper re mexican revolution today yeah okay i and like that. the history so fits perfect with with the with the speech for Casa 1910 the proper uh, revolution for the mexican tobacco industry and the and the mexican revolution yeah nice. the, the the proper changes yeah. in the yeah. in mexico yeah i like that i like that so with with more lines coming out are you going to continue on the story of the revolution and and highlight the parts of what made it possible and everything throughout uh, with more product oh yeah uh in the mexican revolution we have a lot of elements to yeah. to make uh, oh, different sure. histories and different cigars for them uh, right now i'm working in the um, a new cigar for the revolutionary edition the third one mm -hmm. because every, every every line needs three cigars and it's like a, a game numbers for us yeah. it's because we produce three cigars for revolutionary edition three for cabaret three for soldadera so i working in the third uh, cigar for revolutionary edition and we released this year actually in this pca we released the reserva 2020. the reserva 2020 is a cuchillo parado but uh, when I make the first batch of the Cuchillo Parado, I take a lot of wheels uh, in the in the warehouse and put in aging. So every six months, I take one cigar for that, that batch and I taste it. And when I taste a perfect time of maturity, a perfect time to smoke that cigar, we take that cigars and put the label for Reserva depends of of the of the batch for producing in, in this in this case it's reserva for 2020 and three years after is the perfect time of consumption for that cigar and we produce just 50 50 boxes with 50 cigars each with the reserva 2020 Nice. And this is an, another line for uh, a limited edition, for example. Mm -hmm. And I working in, in other collaboration with other master blenders. Actually, I have in the in the checklist three different collaboration with three different master blenders. Uh, together, we make a, a very special blend with, for my side, the Mexican tobacco, and the other side, the other kind of tobaccos for other countries to make a, a limited release or a collaboration. And I working in, in other project with a very special barrel, aged tobacco. I cannot tell you a, a lot of, of information for that project, but it's very, very interesting <laughs> because good. never, never uses in the tobacco industry that kind of barrel who I use. It's very interesting. All right. Well I'll be we'll we'll be on the lookout for it when it when it comes out. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so who were who who are some of the other master blenders that you look up to in this industry to not only you know pick their brain but also you know get some inspiration from oh well i have um a different inspiration because uh, for me no matter the label no matter the origin 
and no matter the price of the, of the cigar. But about the blenders, uh, the kind of, of things what happen in their mind and the palates, it's amazing. For example, Eladio Diaz, it's an amazing master blender for, for my side. It, it makes a lot of different uh, processing in the, in the blending. It's amazing for me. And other master blender, for example, a very young um, one. One is um, Eladio Diaz mm-hmm. right now from Dominican Republic. Or another one, Indiana Ortez from Nicaragua. Uh, it's very young, it, but it's very great. It's it's amazing the way the way uh, the way of processing the, the blends and the yeah. palate. It's it's very incredible. And another one. I love the I, I love the the work for Cochi Blanco. It's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, the result for the flavors and the aromas and the transition in that cigars and the 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 result for, for that kind of blends, it's very interesting that that uh, Hochi Blanco makes. It's it's maybe the the tree. Yeah. But I, I have a, a couple more for Cuba. But maybe the name it's not uh, recognizing for for the cigars industry, but well, uh, the Cuban the Cuban blenders it's amazing. Well, everybody out there, I mean, you've they've probably they know the name Hoji Blanco. I mean, that's that's one of the the OGs in the in this industry. They what he what he can do is just it's it's spectacular for for the cigars. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So. And Ernesto Perez Carrillo, it's crazy. It's huge. <laughs> I just, I, I just imagine like, like since you blend and they yes. blend, like what goes off in your brain? It's just like fireworks going off. Like just to be, see the mind of how, like, oh, I can take this to put with this to put with that, and then like you said, like, oh, that doesn't work. All right, so I want to take this out and do this. It's just like, it's just a, it's a forever moving conveyor belt of just stuff, and then like. You're trying to pick from here, here, and here, and then throw it all together yeah. and like see what works. So EP Carrillo is obviously one of my favorites, mm-hmm. but just for everybody else, um, walk through the cigars those guys blend so that they so you you guys and a little bit of me, but some of those names I didn't recognize. Can you walk through like some of the cigars? I mean, you're talking about. I mean, E.P. Carrillo is one of my favorite blenders. Yeah. Like, to, to the, sometimes I walk into a shop. I still tell this story. Walked into a JR cigar in in St. Louis. Yeah. And they had E.P. Carrillo, like, half price off. And they go, you know who this guy is? And I say, it's one. Huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as a matter of fact, I do. And I, he goes, well, do you like his cigars? And I said, as a matter of fact, I'll take every cigar that's half price off. Yeah. I'll t- if you're getting rid of them, I will <laughs> if you gladly, don't want them, I want them. I'll gladly buy every stick you have. Like, And they go, I don't believe you. Do you know these cigars? And I said, I, I love these cigars. Yeah. I don't know what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> I said, you obviously didn't do a good job of selling these yeah. cigars. I, <laughs> um, I, need, I need to go up there and tell my, show them how it's done. Right. You do, um, and uh, but give me some examples. You guys are talking about a couple of those guys. Give, give who do they blend for? I mean, what cigars are? Jochi Blanco for La Galera cigars. Yeah, I, I love this one. For example, I don't remember the name. It's a Imperial Jade. Okay, it's a 
very, very great Robusto. Yeah. So, I mean, that, I mean, you know, Master Blender is one of those things. So, like, um, everybody knows AJ, right? Everybody mm -hmm. knows him. Because he's like, seriously, his name is on a third of the scars in our industry, right? It just is, right? And yeah. so, oh, yeah. There's, there's blenders that are popular, but there's not, I mean, you know, if EP didn't put, if Corilla didn't put his name on his cigars, you wouldn't know who he was, right? Yeah. And so, you know, Master Blender is one of those things that is, I mean, it's, it's like the single most, imp well, I shouldn't say, I mean, manufacturer is important, but I mean, Master Blender is, is the magic, yeah, it's like the magic, definitely. <laughs> and I think it's, people it's, don't it's, uh, appreciate that. Yeah, it's it's like a chef. It's like a, the mixology part of the beautiful, beautiful dinner. Right. And when, when when you have the elements separate, it's totally different. But if you have the combination of flavors and aromas in the same pla uh, plate in the same spoon, in the, in the same fork, and you taste it, you feel the, 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 the work of, of the master blender. Yeah. I, I call it uh, about the chefs, no? Or maybe you, you, you can drink a very special cocktail for a mixologist with an amazing, maybe a fat wash with, with uh, bacon and, and, and bourbon with sugar, brown sugar, and it's beautiful, beautiful, old fashioned. Yeah. It's the same, it's the same, it's the same work in the, in the tobacco industry, uh, or blend in the, in the spirits, but every work and, and, and every kind of, of product need different, uh, profile and different work. Maybe in, in one, um, in one kind of, of spirit need more job and the, and the tobacco too. So, right. I don't know. Uh, it's it's totally different. De depend the business, de depend the type of, of product. But I love I love the way to to make uh, the process of, in, in the plate and the and the nose. Yeah. And yeah. To to make a proper experience and and the end of the day and the for, for you guys for example, uh, we, we don't make cigars for us. I we make cigars for for the aficionados for. For all all palates of all kind of palates, it's yeah. it's very complicated. When I make a cigar, it's very complex, right? <laughs> be, be, because maybe I try and oh, feels great, smells great. It's very great blend, but for my palate, maybe my palate is totally different for you or yeah. for another yeah. cigar aficionado. And I need to make a good balance for everyone. Yeah. yeah. So it's very, very, very hard to 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 gain this kind of uh, final product. Yeah. It's yeah. very hard. No, the balancing thing is is a challenge. I, it, yeah. Even with good one, good master blenders. I mean, because I, I I think there are there are several. There's still cigars that miss me personally. Mm -hmm. Like you go, there's blenders who I really like. And occasionally I'll pick up one of their blends and I go, I don't really like that one, right? I like 15 of their others, including three that I would, I super love, like super love, love. And sometimes you just miss one. 
I, the blending thing to me is magic. Like it's just magic when somebody's really, really good at that. Like you talked about making tequila or making bourbon to, to make that blend. So it's consistent. Like there's, there's so many factors in that. Like you you talked about the blend, but you got to be able to make it consistently and it's got to burn. Right. Cause like one of my biggest, yeah. I mean, cause this cigar is burned well. Yeah. Like one of my problems is I, um, uh, you know, the, uh, and I'm blanking on the guy. So, and I'm going to say something bad about his cigar. So let's not, let's not focus on who the guy is. <laughs> yeah. I loved this cigar. It was like 20 years ago and it, it had a blue label. And so now you can guess somebody <laughs> will tell me who <laughs> it, it is. Down, yeah. Right. Um, and so <laughs> that, that'll narrow it down to 50,000 blenders. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and I love the cigar, the, the half of them would burn right. Just love the cigar. It was a reasonably priced cigar. It had great flavor. And then half of them burned terribly. Like they would burn down one side or they would tunnel. And you just go, well, that right there, it doesn't ruin my day. Like, yeah. you know, getting kicked in the nuts ruins my day. But um, it's disappointing, right? And so there's so many factors in a well-blended cigar that go just beyond a well-blended, great-tasting cigar. There's like, it's is it reproducible? Is it, it's all those things. And it's just magic. To me, it's just consistency. Like the, we've been talking for over an hour now. Haven't had to retouch the cigar once. I know. Like that is the main thing where like, if I'm talking while, or not talking, just the fact of, I know that I can pull this up and I'm going to get a draw off it and smoke's going to come out like that right there. I have to automatically yeah. just goes into the yeah. wind pile. Like that's just, it's one of those small things where after you smoke, you know, a, a couple thousand cigars throughout the year, it's just those little couple things thousand? through a year, probably, probably in a year. There's only 365 days. Yeah, but if We're only about 200 days in. Yeah. But if you're doing three a day, that's, that's nine hundred. That's that's no. That's only six hundred. That's quite a few. Oh, it's nine hundred <laughs> a year. Okay, a couple so, thousand is actually two thousand. Well, yeah, I guess. Okay, semantics. Come no, on now. no, words have meaning. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking to an attorney here. <laughs> yeah, true, true, and, true. And talking true. to a guy who does contract stuff. Words have meaning. Um, so, uh, but uh, uh, but you know, burn is super important. Like one of the areas that the true master blenders get right. Yeah is burn is one of those factors that I think a lot of people don't give enough. Yeah. I, I don't, to. I don't want to fight a cigar. That's, right. that's the, one of my main things. It's one of the reasons I'll put mm-hmm. down a cigar. Yep. So you are as boutique as they come. What are some of the challenges that you've had to face? Oh, good question. Starting with the, with the cigar into getting to PCA, getting to the, getting this product into people's hands, being so boutique as you are. Ooh, um, it, it's it's hard. It's it's hard to to go to PCA, for example. Um, mm-hmm. f- for my side, well, uh, my business partners are from so for Switzerland. So uh, that guys, Jamie and Serge, is, is speak uh, German, is speak Italian, is speak Spanish, and speak English very well. I am not. I'm a, a Mexican guy from, from Jalisco, the land of tequila. So I drink professionally and you smoke professionally. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I talk about around that. So uh, from, from my side, uh, to learn 
speak speak english it's uh, very hard but every day i try to speak more and more english and and this this kind of of tactics very well for me mm-hmm. to to learn and and improve my my english and and my listening so yeah. it's very important for my, for my side <laughs> when i go in for my first pca for example uh, we sponsor for the first talk in the pca so the people from pca told to me and hey you're invited to make a proper speech to Ooh. to open yeah. the panel and i say what <laughs> what como <laughs> yo Hi, yo, hi. Okay, and uh, I, 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 my business partner talked to me and hey, uh, if, if you like, uh, we we can go to make the speech. No, I can go. Yeah, I I make the speech and and I um, train it uh, to to make a proper speech. And well, I I I, I don't have uh, fear to talk with 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 nobody on to talk with with. Uh, a lot of people i don't have fear but to speak another language is very 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 uh, yeah. good challenge for me yeah. yeah and i take the challenge and i go to to make the, the proper speech and my business partners hey you are you make a very well speech oh congratulations oh, very well and and i back to, I to, the, oh, I to the chair <laughs> shake it so and it, it's part of the challenge so yeah. Uh, talk to the people and and make a proper and convincing uh, speech for my cigars and well my my perfect speech is try my cigar yeah try my cigar my my, my cigar speech for, for themselves but um around the brand and around to to open a new market for example us it's very hard because we need to make a lot of in 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 invest investor uh, investments yeah investments for the boxes for the exportation yeah, right. a lot of paperwork yeah. and I, I need to make a lot of of trips to us and actually i go recently to reno and talk to the people and make a convincing the speech for hey i'm Manolo santiago from casa 9010 we made the proper cigars it's very hard and in us in other stores and actually in us it's very interesting because uh, every state is totally different totally different the 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 consumers the um, the the stores is totally different and it, it's amazing it's yeah. amazing Mexico, it's more small. It's big. Uh, it's a big, a big uh, country, but about the stores and about the consumption area, it's very similar. But in US and Europe, it's totally different. Every state, every country is totally different. But in the United States, it's amazing and it's beautiful for me because every state when I when I go to them, it's totally different. And my speech need to to make a little changes. Uh, between other other states and other in uh, other stores so maybe to come to come to convince the people to taste our cigars is a proper challenge mm-hmm. for a new brand and the production too because we are a very small factory and actually the the cigars from revolutionary edition for example we have just four cigar rollers for that cigars 
Wow. Every cigar roller produces 100 cigars per day. It's because we produce in Nicaragua and Dominican Republic to improve the volume in the in the production area. Mm -hmm. And it's because we produce in three different countries. So the production to maintain the quality between the three different countries, the three different factories, it's very hard. Yeah. It's very hard. Maybe uh, I, I live in, in Mexico City, but I live in, in Mexico City one week per month. I need to go to Veracruz. I need to go to Ver Nicaragua, to yeah. Dominican Republic, and yeah. the United States and the Europe to make a proper event, uh, yeah. talking about the cigars, talking about the brand. So it's a challenge, totally a challenge. Yeah. But it's beautiful. Well, you beautiful. You're, you're, you're doing a great job. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First Thank of all, you so much. I need to hear that. <laughs> your English is strong. So I know you've had a couple years of run on that, but your English is strong. Um, I would have assumed if this, you were a dual English Spanish speaker as somebody who can barely speak English as my only language. <laughs> um, your, your English is strong. So, and I, I know uh, enough Spanish, you. I know enough Spanish to get me in trouble just from construction. Like, you know, enough English yeah, to only my, get you in trouble. My, my Spanish is mas o menos. And like, I can say like Matillo and it's like, okay, it, I, get me <laughs> I can get me in trouble. <laughs> right. That's, that's what I can do. Well, we, we do have a oh, huge, great. huge, community down here which oh, is yeah, great yeah, and i lived in chicago for 15 years mm -hmm. and worked in the part of the city where there was a huge community so like um okay. so uh, I, I we ate out at, at all the restaurants all the time like it was there was it was that was that part of town my yeah. little business was yeah. that part of town i also ran a cigar shop in springfield illinois for I owned it for five years, eventually sold to my partner. And so we were a very small operation. And somebody asked me, what's the, what's the hardest part about running a cigar shop, right? And the answer is, you're the only person who can do every single task, yeah. right? You're the person <laughs> who has to do every single thing. And I, when I hear you describing, you have to be the salesperson, you have to be the master blender, you have to be the person who worries about production. You have to be the person who worries about quality. You have to be the person who worries about marketing. You have to be the person who worries about fulfilling orders. You have to be everybody. And that, I mean, that to me, with people who do, and I don't know if you like the word boutique or not, but the smaller brands who do stuff at a high level, I think the people who do small brands at a low level, they probably don't worry as much, but they'll produce at a high level, mm -hmm. really worried about doing it right. That's the challenge. You got, you're trying to do all of that at a top level. Yeah, it's, a, it's an uphill <clears throat> battle. It's hard. Just keep churning, yeah. churning, churning. Yeah. So that, that kind of leads to an, uh, another question that I, that I just thought of. Um, you know, what are some of the sacrifices that you've had to, you know, put, you? what are some sacrifices you've had to deal with, you know, doing this time i gotta believe well um in a short words the tobacco industry the cigar industry the cigar business it's a passion it's a passion business yeah i don't know i don't know one uh, uh tobacco shop owner without passion Every tobacco shop owner has passion for cigars, has passion for for the customers, and, and 
it's the same thing with with the the production area. Uh, I need a lot of passion for my job, and this is why I don't call it job. It's passion, yeah, right. <laughs> passion for tobacco. Yeah. So, and uh, about the about the um, uh, sacrifice, sacrifice, yeah. For, yeah. for 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 that kind of job, it's maybe uh, I live in Mexico City. I travel a lot. My my entire family lives in in Guadalajara, in Jalisco, uh, very close to the Tequila Jalisco. So I, I don't have a lot of time with my family. For example, one it's it's, it's uh, uh, one sacrifice is that another one. I, I have a lot of times in flights and in car to to make the proper trips trips for yep. the factories and and the and the events and maybe I don't have a lot of of resting time but I don't know when I saw the faces for my customers for the cigar aficionados who cut my cigar light my cigar and smoke my cigar and I see the faces and literally smile and I, and it's it's beautiful yeah. you know yeah. it's amazing for me it's well it's worth it yeah it's worth it yeah maybe in a, in, a, in 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 the future in the main future I can take more relaxing time I can take more um more time for me but right now my my time it's for the business for make a lot of jobs for more people in the farms for more people in the factory for more people in the in the office in Casa 1910 and more aficionados take the Casa 1910 cigars it's my final goal right now uh, to to make more jobs for for the people in Mexico and the quality of Mexican tobacco recognize it for entire uh, uh, business and entire uh, <clears throat> tobacco industry yeah i need them yeah. i need that are you uh so, are you are you first generation cigar manufacturer in my family yes yeah okay yeah. uh ninos yeah in my family yes sorry do you have any ninos no i don't have children okay. uh, i uh, i am not <laughs> married i have my girlfriend but uh she knows. <laughs> she so, knows my job, and yeah. <laughs> so, so th- this is your this is your Nino. Yeah. 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 This is my child. Totally. We do not. We we both do not have children either. No. So, and we're both married. Um, and uh, well, you you can't tell because it looks like we're sitting in the dark. But there has been a smile on our face the whole time we've been smoking this. So yes, it's, it's hard to tell. But like, <laughs> there, we're enjoying. We're enjoying your children. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, Great. although I'm taking your wife next week to Denver. Yeah, you're going going to Denver next week. Yeah, so yes. you'll, you'll be able to hit up, a, hit up a cigar shop over there. I'm hope so. I don't I don't actually know that. So one one thing that I've noticed, you know, somebody on your side reached out to me first. I wasn't sure who who it was, but then you know, getting a deep dive into what Casa 1910 was, like you know, did some research and everything. But the one thing that I realized was you have one of the greatest websites out there for cigars it is it has all the information you need it breaks down the blends it breaks down the blend beautifully tells you what to blend uh, what to like pair it with you know again uh, pairing it with the scotch so your website is already 
way above what some of the, what we'd call the bigger guys out there. Yeah. Your website is oh, chef's kiss. It is really, really educational uh, thank you so and, much. It, and it tells the story of Casa 1910 and the story and the, and just what these cigars mean. So right, right off the bat, you already have a leg up on the competition. Historically though, it is a great website. So let me, let me, before I criticize every other website in the industry, which I'm on the verge of doing, uh-huh. um, it is a great website. Mm-hmm. It does tell the information that I would know. It's pretty and it's super functional, which I love. Yes. I'm like super easy to get around. Like I, it was like three clicks and I was right where I needed to be. Um, the rest of the industry websites, and they should all feel criticized at this point, every single one of them. Most websites in this industry are garbage. Suck dick. They need to Excuse get my on, language. They need to get on your level. <laughs> yes. I mean, because no. listen, I do well, that stuff for a living. And the fact is, if I have to click 17 times to get information that most people would want to know, uh-huh. tell me something about your cigar, yeah. which is what, what I, listen, 90% of the people are going to want to go and know about is it, that should be really front and center and your website does that really well yeah primo well i i I'm glad to hear that because uh we work a lot in the in the information uh, outside the the company because uh actually it's it's pretty new the, the this website because in a couple of months before we have another one but right now we have a very easy website with with all the information you need uh, and actually, we put all information in the chef talker in every in every box. Oh, beautiful! For example, <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah, you, you can see when when you see the tobacco shops, the yeah. the the box, you can see the origin of the cigar, the time of the smoke, the strength, the pairing, the breakdown for the for the blend, and the organolectic profile. Yes, so perfect. For us, it's very important to to make a proper information very clean to everyone so when you go to the to the website it's the same thing yeah you need to so uh, why do we call revolutionary edition for that edition why we call uh, cuchillo parado for that cigar what shape uh, what the flavor profile very easy to understand and i i don't know what to say we have an amazing team with the marketing area we put a lot of, of, of inputs and a lot of info in, in the brainstorming for the website, but the marketing area, the designer, and it's amazing people yeah, yeah. In, yep. the, in, the, in the marketing. And we have an amazing team right now uh, with, with different things, the uh, accountability, the, the attorneys, uh, the, the marketing area. We have an amazing team right now in, in, in Casa 1910. Since, since since the beginning, we have an amazing team, but every time it uh, take a lot of evolution and a lot of changes in the in the in, in the office. But uh, we, every time we, we work it with better people than us, uh, we find the uh, amazing designer uh, better for us. <laughs> better th- I, I don't make design, so. We need a proper designer yeah. and we need a proper marketing manager. So we're looking at uh, the most professional uh, dude for, for that job. So we have an amazing team. And 
one of, of the co-founders, Jamie, Serge, and I, we put different different things and we put the different ideas in in every project, but the the final result, for example, for my side, is a production area. Yeah. For for search, the other co-founder, it's a marketing area, and the Jamie, it's a financial and and sales. So we make our job properly, but we make uh, feedback together, and we have an amazing team. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear you 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 like the the website. Well, and, and, it, and it shows, you know, like you said, like the research and development, just going off what the boxes that you showed, like as a tobacconist, having a box like that in a humidor makes my job so much easier because it, I can, I can show, you know, the tasting notes. I can show this, I can show the blend. When you have a, we have a thousand cigars in our humidor. It's hard for me to remember what the blend of every cigar is. I try my, I try my damnedest. I'm not going to get it right all the time, but seeing that on a box and there's a, there's a few, there's maybe four or five in our humidor that does something like that. But when a, whenever a manufacturer does that, does that, it just, it makes it so yeah. much easier, not only for me, but also the consumer, because if they come yeah. in, it's just a world of Brown and they can see something like, Oh, I want something spicy. I want something with this. I want something, you know, that has San Andreas in it that has heavy Nicaraguan. Something like that on a box. Oh, it Plus, it's so nice. So the so colors nice. are nice too. So it's it's going to stand out. It stands out. out yeah. So it, when we, you know, the funny part is, so I, I haven't owned the shop for well almost ten years. <laughs> a, now. a beautiful orange color. Yeah, it's, a beautiful it's orange so... color that's going to stand out. I first of all love orange, mm-hmm. and I think it stands out. It's a pretty color. Um, plus the with the additional notes up front mm-hmm. with some detail really draws people in. And I think that's, uh, it, there's a couple other that do that. Crux does that. And a couple other do that, does that, except you mispronounce that. No, I'm going to do that. Um, and so they do that well. Um, and so Serge is doing a really good job. I think, especially in a small business, you have to divide it up yeah. and you have to have people doing different parts because that's, that's the way you get things done. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's, and it's like, you've even said, like, it seems like everybody has their strength and they yep. gravitate towards their strength on what they can do to, to make it that much better. Yeah, definitely. Well, and it makes me, cause my, my, my thing when I owned the shop was ordering mm-hmm. and managing the humidor. Um, it makes my job as the person who was doing ordering at the time and then managing that humidor where there is a sea of Brown and a bunch of cigars that, I don't want to say look the same, but they look the same. Yeah. They all have that basic box and they have that, they, they, the cigars were, they, I mean, cigars look the same. Yeah. I mean, when, when something like that, it just, you're, it catches your eye. You're going to, you're going to gravitate to that naturally. Yeah. And then when you can put some, put a product in their hand and then you can point out like, you're going to have this, this, and this, mm-hmm. it just makes, it makes your product sell that much easier on our side. Especially a new cigar. Like mm-hmm. it's not, listen, it's not Romeo or Rocky or whatever. So it's a cigar that's not going to have, it's not going to have built in buzz in it. It's going to help create that buzz. Yeah. So that, that's fantastic. And then the first couple of people try it and then it gets a little built in buzz, right? Um, it's my part of my job is the, is the guy <laughs> who was, 
who is or your job now not my job yeah your my job, job my job my job is to smoke cigars and look pretty um but it's your job to create that buzz right and so it, it allows you to do that a little easier so um the the fun part is so where have you been in the states i could not agree with you more about each state is different it's different in many ways regulation is one way it's different but taste is amazingly different like arkansas you know i bought in illinois mm -hmm. illinois valued different things in cigar central illinois yeah. than chicago did which is in northern illinois which is different than arkansas arkansas people buy different cigars and well, i imagine northwest arkansas well, even, is different yeah, than central even arkansas. regionally like you know we have we have buddies up in northwest like what sells up there doesn't what, sell down here exactly yeah it's and, and so that's I think that's an incredibly and adjusting the sales pitch is a big part of that. Like you have to go in there and read the room and adjust, right? So that's a challenge. Like we know a place over in Memphis that does only toros. Yeah. Yep. Because they like just toros. And I, f I feel like that's just something easier for them to order wise. Not. Yeah. I mean, you, you train your you train your clientele that certain way i mean yeah that that works i like cigars period yeah just, just good tasting cigars anytime you can give me like this a great uh torpedo oh that's that's all i need that's all i need my need in my life is a is a good torpedo you don't need women <laughs> well i mean that helps okay i just <laughs> checking. so just... so what what does the what does the future of of cost 1910 hold Well, um, right now, uh, when when I say to make a, a different profiles for for cigars for new cigars, uh, to maintain the quality, to improve the the volume of of the production, and to open new markets, and actually we work it in the, um, in Europe. Uh, right now, we we sell cigars in Spain, UK. Nice. Um, uh, France, Switzerland, Montenegro, Germany. So we're working in the in the Middle East area and other countries in Europe and Asia. And of course, the new collaborations and the new products with with different kind of of production mm -hmm. and improve the factory in Mexico because uh, we need more. Uh, better cigar rollers and um, better production, so we need to improve that, and we we improve the factory to to visit uh, to visits for different countries with customers and aficionados, because we need more people to know better the body of San Andres. Maybe a lot of people go to Nicaragua, a lot of people goes to Dominican Republic and Cuba or Honduras. But we need more people in Veracruz. So <laughs> we're working on that. And right now to improve um, the Casa 1910 experience, uh, since 2021, we make in November every year since, uh, from 2021 a very special weekend. It's a party from three different um, three different days. Uh, it's between... 18th, 19th, and 24 November, the days of the Mexican Revolution. Actually, it's the 20th of November. Mm -hmm. So we make the proper Casa 1910 experience. A Friday 
it's a special cocktail dinner. The sun, the Saturday, it's a culture day uh, in different ways. For example, this year uh, ago, the 2022, we're going to the castle of Chapultepec in the middle of the forest in the Chapultepec, the park of Chapultepec in Mexico City. Uh, visit the castle and very cultural. And in the in the evening, we have a very special um, food with show with with folkloric ballet, with a Mexican rodeo, charreria, and mariachi, of course, a lot of tequila, and new cigars from Casa 1910. We showed the releases in that in that experience. And the Sunday, it, well, an amazing party in the in the night of on Saturday. And the Sunday we have a Hanover breakfast, an amazing <laughs> chilaquiles, another kind oh, of food, Mexican food for, for loved, the Hanover. Love chilaquiles. Oh, yeah, so with with micheladas and and cigar, of course, and we we made uh, it's it's part of of the Casa Nightington experience. The that that uh, party and that that experience for the customers every year, and actually, you are invited for this year in November. Of course, we sent wow. you the the proper invitation. <laughs> so it's 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 a very great weekend. And this year we make that that um, experience in Jalisco, in the in the tequila fields, in the in the agave fields with the tequila, an amazing tequila factory, wow. with an amazing shows with horses and and charros and mariachis. It's an amazing weekend. So, wow. and we we're working on on that and, and, and new products. So, it's part of of the goals. Awesome. I love the fact that you, I mean, one of the things I think is, first of all, the cigars are most important. In the end, as I always like to do, because this is what I do for a living, is boil it down. The great cigars are, in the end, the key, right? Because yeah. um, that that is in the end. Yeah. But the one vibe that I love the most out of what you're doing is tying in with the culture of, of the Mexican culture. I think it is... It is just one of the coolest things that I've heard a manufacturer do. Yeah. Um, it's just, um, it's really. It's, it's authentic. It's, it's, it is authentic. That's a good way of putting it. And it is fascinating and it is, it feels right. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you're trying to really promote Mexican tobacco in the Mexican uh, cigar industry. Um, and I think it's just, I think it is authentic and I think it is, it is, it is really cool. I just, I want to give you a big, um, encouraging thumbs up on that and say, uh, I think you're doing Thank that a hundred percent correct. Um, and I'm, uh, totally fascinated about that. I think the party sounds off the hook. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> all of that sounds like, um, yes. first of all, I might, uh, Going down to the tequila region um, <laughs> is probably, uh, I can hear my wife whispering in my, not, not whispering, like yelling in my ear. <laughs> like uh, that's part, probably not something that I, part of the world I should go to, but uh, that is, that is amazing. See, and I hear Mo saying, sign me up. She oh would, yeah. She would be oh, all no. over it. Yeah. No, I think Mo, Mo and Paula, who's our wives, <laughs> would want to go. Oh God, yeah. But she just, she wants to go alone. Because she thinks I would be a train wreck. If there if there's cigars and chilaquiles, yeah, sign <laughs> me up. That is, but I mean, I love the cultural tie-in yeah. because it really it does it right. Mm -hmm. That's just really cool. Absolutely. 
You know, you know who would love it more than probably the four of us would be my mother who loves oh all yes. the cultural stuff. Yeah. I was, I was sitting here thinking, I was like, you know what? You're, my mother would you, just your mom would die be all over this. Yeah. So we're just gonna hope that she doesn't hear yeah, this oh, podcast. Please. She, she she might be our number one listener. What are you talking she about? She is. She is. Because <laughs> I will have to take her. Yeah. She lives down in Phoenix. And so she loves all the culture stuff. She, she like IMs me all the time. We need to go here because I need I need you to take me to all this culture stuff. And she would she'll oh, she'll love this stuff. It's like when you know, I, I love Mexico. I've been numerous times and I love getting lost because to, to me, <laughs> you love getting lost I everywhere. Do. But like to me, like I feel like food can bring everybody together, sports can, can bring tons of different cultures together. But also in the cigar industry, like there might be a language barrier between me and a bunch of people. But if, if you have a big plate of food and a cigar, like you don't have to communicate with words you can communicate so many other ways and that right there yeah. is just is 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 top notch for me yeah i agree with that it no, is great you, you you need to come definitely to to mexico to know more uh, about the mexican culture the mexican heritage and mexico is not just the the news when you saw the news for about Mexico, because mm. if I take a lot of, of the elements for the, for, for the news, maybe I don't trip yeah. outside from my house, but um, we procured the, the security and we procured a, a lot of good food, good uh, experience, good shows, yeah. good cocktails, good, good tequila. So, uh, we have an amazing places in Mexico, very yeah. secure, yeah. and we have. In in I working on that, and I I need to make a proper um, visit and the proper trip to Veracruz in the in the couple of years, because we need more people in Veracruz. We need improve the the factories. We need to improve. Uh, we have a lot of a lot of space to make a very big business in the tobacco industry in Mexico. So that's uh, I'm working on that. Yep, that, that that's a good thing. I tell you what, if you look at the news in the uh, United States, um, you would think the same thing about the United States. Yeah. I think the news is not a great place to make a value judgment <laughs> about. Yeah, <laughs> majority of a country. Yeah. So, um, well, that's that's why you like the. <laughs> like, that, well, that's why you like the Univision Weather Girls. I mean, oh. that's just that's that's your number one thing so right there. In the I'm morning. a huge <laughs> soccer. F- I, I love I love I love a lot of things about the world, um, and I love soccer. Uh, um, Concacaf, and I love Concacaf. I love uh, European soccer. I love Mexican soccer. I love United States soccer, um, and I do have a fondness for. The what your weather girls, um, because um, <laughs> they might be attractive. <laughs> they, don't, I, they don't make them like that up here. I don't like the news. <laughs> so for the record, I don't like the news. And so I like watching, I like watching European news, but not the ones that speak English. Yeah. Cause I don't want to know what you're saying because I know the news is bad. You yeah. don't have to tell me that I'm old enough to know whatever the news is. It's bad. I just want you <laughs> to speak a language that I don't speak personally so that I can just assume that it's good news 
And then you can say it cheerily because they all like say it like happy mm-hmm. and then I'll be happy and I'll just be happy. Like it can be. I know. And so I like, I actually, I, hey, the Aaron's way. giving me a hard time because I've told him this. No, I mean, just, I start my mornings <laughs> watching Univision news in the morning because it makes, because I, I don't start, speak start your day off right. Yeah. <laughs> and and I just it's got to be fine unless unless some people come up that I know that they're unhappy about because I know why yeah I just assume that it's good news yep and they well, seem happy yeah. um, and plus well, you know with the World Cup coming up with the oh I love Mexican soccer yeah by the way. God, like my my bucket list is go to Aztec Stadium oh 100%. I just want to go I just want to see Ooh, a it's game huge yeah. Oh yeah, I'm not sure I'd be able to breathe because it's so above sea level. Yeah, but I 100. I want to see the I want to see El Trey and I want to see United States men play uh, either a friendly or or a Gold Cup game or something in that stadium. I don't don't care who plays. I just want to go to Aztec. I want to see those just to see it just to see the stadium once. I want to no. I want to see those. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'd love to see those two play there. Because, I mean, so many classic games played there between those two. But I agree. Whoever plays there is yeah, fine. Yeah. Do you, are you a big soccer fan? Actually not, but I, I, I love the party around that. So mm-hmm. I love to go to the game. I love to, with, with my family, to saw uh, the soccer game in, in Guadalajara. To saw the classic games, for example, Chivas yeah. and Atlas. It's a yeah. beautiful, beautiful fight between the people from Chivas and, and yeah. the Atlas people. It's it's very passionate and and, and very funny time. Yeah, no, <laughs> with the friends and and the family. It's very interesting. No, it's intense. Um, and so Aaron, one of the yeah. shows that Aaron and I watch, uh, that Aaron turned me up to, it was like battles or something and it was like all of the classicos across the world right so it was like yeah in belgrade and and theirs oh, and, yeah, yeah. and like it was real madrid and barcelona when they played and it gave you background to that and it was um and and those games down up there and and you know obviously the ones in england and um i those are just fascinating because people are so ingrained in that um you know the the competition down there so I love I love the mix, so I do. Plus, you get all those games. Yeah, like we get all those games more than even the MLS. One well, that we got the League Cup going on right now. Yeah, we do. I like that. You got Messi now. Uh, I don't want to get to get on that. <laughs> Me- Messi just he's play- he's playing against amateurs. Like, I know he is. He is just <laughs> he's running rampant right now. I know. <laughs> he's playing against college students. That's crazy. <laughs> It is it is crazy to watch him just score goal after uh, goal. Like, like if if you want to make make a any uh, a bet for a Messi any anytime goal, like that's just easy money. It's just free e- money. Easy money. I know. Not that I gamble <laughs> much. Okay, all the time. All the time. Well, uh, uh, we appreciate you taking time off to to, yeah. to do this and. Again, this is something we've been looking forward to for 100%. A, a long time, a couple of weeks now. You know, unfortunately, I did you know stupidly hurt myself at work last week and couldn't make the show work for last week. But thankfully, I'm okay for the most part now to okay. to do this. So you still uh, look hideous. I still look hideous, but uh, I'm getting old, and uh, it's uh, I can't do what I used to be able to do 20 years ago. So it's yeah. my my back said nope. 
This is fun. I really enjoy talking to people who do, like I said, I don't know if you like the word boutique, but who do boutique well. It is really cool to talk to people who do this so well. Yeah, and this cigar has been, awesome. this hits all the things I want in a cigar. This is my flavor, my flavor profile. It's like yeah. you, you hit, who, yeah, like this was almost like curated for my taste. Like this is, I love that spice. I love that complexity to it. Uh, and then, you know, from the, from the first third all the way to the third third, like I'm, I'm nubbing this thing all the way down. So let's talk just for a second mm-hmm. um, about I'm, uh, I'm in America. Uh-huh. I just thought I'd tell you that. Aaron. Yes. yes. Um, and so and we have a bunch of people from around the world and in America and mm-hmm. everywhere. How do uh, uh, how do people get a hold of these cigars? So, um, d- is there an online place to get a hold of them? Uh, do they need to call their local B and M, or is it both? What's the best way for people to get a hold of these cigars? To give them a try. Um, what's the best place? What's the best way to encourage people to, you know, get their cigar, get your cigar in their shop? What's the best way? Well, um, right now we have presence. Uh, well, of of course, the the first approach maybe it's in the social media channels with Casa Nineteen Ten MX, Casa Nineteen Ten Cigars in in Instagram and other channels, and the website Casa Nineteen Ten dot com. But uh, we have presence in twenty seven uh, different states in US. Okay, good. Wow. Uh, in 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 a lot of tobacco shops in 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 US, so you can find us in in very different uh, tobacco shops, and you can find us in in a big in a big stores in 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 online. Uh, maybe um, Neptune cigars, Corona cigars. Okay, uh, we have presence with uh, another websites. And in Europe, we have presence in, in various countries in the in the in the best uh, tobacco shops in in their countries. So, in in the website for casa1810.com, you can find the the map, the proper map with the tobacco shops who who have the or cigars. Okay. So, you can find very easy right now. Cool. Maybe in 2021 and 20. And the first part of 2022, <laughs> you cannot. But right now, you you can find us very very easy in the United States. Good. And if, if if you cannot find uh, information and another one uh, or cigars in the, in the tobacco shops, please send to us and messages in 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 Instagram, and we can find a way. No way. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that is the answer I hoped. Yeah. I hoped you were spread out. Yeah. Um, always encourage people to go through their B&Ms, right? But online, I order from online occasionally um, for purposes just like this, when I can't find it locally. Yeah. Um, and it's a cigar I really, really want. Um, and so encourage both channels. Um, obviously, B&Ms are, um, are a great source because you can try a lot of different cigars um, in a line, and it, that's a great way to do it. Um, but I'm encouraged by that answer. And I'm just sitting here just upset at myself because I was at PCA this year and I didn't see you because my PCA trip was a little bit of a cluster all the way through. And it was your first time. Yeah, it was my first time. And I wish I would have seen you all there to just to 
to get this experience up at PCA, you know, beforehand, Maybe but I, next time, I, but I'm, but I'm glad that, you know, with this being the first time I had your cigar, it's been absolutely phenomenal. I love it. Great. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that at least I, I know how to get a hold of them. And now I just need to get some of these in the hand of the guy who does our ordering to, to, to make sure we can get these in our humidor as well. Yeah. You do need to do that. I'm glad to hear you guys. And, uh, we're getting, we waiting for you in the 1910 experience, of course, and we need to see you in the TPE or the PCA, the next uh, trade shows. And remember, every time in our booth, we have cigars, mariachis, and tequila. Of <laughs> so <laughs> well, I might have to go to PCA next well, year. Because it's funny because like this, pa this past trip, I remember hearing, you know, mariachi music and I just never kind of wandered over you to, to that drawn area. to that? I know. It's just, I'm, let me tell you. Like, I am. Yes, I am drawn I'm to it. Live the, music <laughs> of any type. But, I mean, that's one of my faves. Yes. Yep. I love it. Well, we appreciate you taking time off to, to, to come on here, and hopefully, you know, this will will spur people to, you know, get your cigars in their hand to, yep. uh, to enjoy it as well as much as uh, Mark and I did. Yep. This comes fully endorsed by us. We both enjoyed this cigar. Absolutely, 100%. Like, the, I mean, this is... Thank you so much for, for having me, guys. And I am very enjoyed this this chat and the smoke, too. Thank you yeah. so much. <laughs> well, we, I'm, I'm glad to have a show that was 100% cigar-oriented. There was no filler. There was no bullshit that we... I can bring in some bullshit at the like, end if you no, want. No, this, this is what... <laughs> I can this, is, this, I needed this... You want to discuss to, something? No, I needed this to reset the reset the tone of the show because we haven't you, i think this is i think i think we're in what we're in mid-august and i believe you are our first cigar manufacturer this year yeah like, well, we're, like we've, we've talked about a bunch of thank cigars. you so much yeah we've, we've talked about cigars but we haven't had you know somebody actually in the industry since i believe it was John Peters from, from last year. So it's been was it last year. I thought I, it was yeah, early. I think year. it was June. June of last year was our last one. So yeah, this is definitely what uh, I myself needed okay. <laughs> for this. So I, I, I we can talk about any controversy you want. Yeah, dude. No, we're good. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. Mark appreciates it. We do. This Steve, has been Steve would have appreciated if he was here. Yeah, but he's he'll love this. Yeah. He, he, he might get one of the cigars. I don't know. We might just have a smoke. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. He might hear this now. He doesn't listen. I know. All right. We will uh, We will talk to everybody next week. You good? Slotcha. So